What's up, everybody? Welcome to Neighborly Discourse What's with up? Billy What's and Steve. Up? I am Billy. And I am Steve. All right. I'm watching. What's up, dude? A lot going on over here. What's up, man? It's, it's like, for, for those who don't know, like, sometimes I come in here and I just want to talk. And I realize that some of the stuff that I want to talk about, we'll, we won't catch on air. And it's like, I came in today, I said, we can't talk. We just got to come and start recording. <laughs> Because I didn't want to say anything that could have been like, oh, this would have been good to be on air. Yeah. You know? But I was listening to the podcast coming in. This is one of the first times I've been able to do it in a long time, like listen before I, I come in. Yeah. And uh, I love that sound, man. The the uh, alarm sound when the, when the timer is off. Yeah. It, it comes in. It's like, it's it's a perfect sound, man. It's funny because... I, We've talked about this many times before. We're just guys. Like right. there's no, there's no technical training or anything whatsoever. So right. as far as production goes, most of the time, ninety nine percent of the times, I stumble onto something, and then I wait to see what it sounds like. I like it. Then I wait to see if someone else brings it up, if they like it or don't like it, and then I go from there to gauge it. But yeah, it does. I did like the way it sounded because it's kind of subtle in the background, and our reaction to it. All right, well that's it. You know, let's finish this up and move to the next one. Uh-huh. And then I like the sound the wheel makes when, yes. you, when you can hear it. Yeah, I like that sound. You know, I was thinking about getting like a digital one for video, but no, I want to actually no, no, have no. one I, and spin I, it. I love and go it. From I love there. it. I love it. And I love the pace of the show as we move from topic to topic. You know, yeah. and um, I mean, it's just so. Anyway, I, I like. I just want to give props because I, I'm enjoying season two. Like I'm enjoying like what I'm hearing and how it's moving and the little things that we bring up and stuff. So yeah, it's, it's cool. It's making us more efficient. So, listen, so we have two open we have to say two open areas to kinda get what we want to get to and yeah. then three of them that we can really lock in. We're gonna be targeted, go. yeah. Yeah. I got I wanna ask you a question. I was thinking about this when I was brushing my teeth this morning. Yes. Um are you do you think that it's okay and, and listen, I promise you this is a question we don't have to do a deep dive. I just wanna get it a sense of where you are with this. Do you think that it's okay for a husband to cheat on their wives? Do I think it's okay? Yeah. Like you think that's like a, um, see, look, the smile you have is like, I, I don't want it to be a deep dive. I just really just want to know. Like, I have two answers to that question. Okay, go ahead. But to, but to answer your direct question, should a husband cheat on his wife? The answer is no. How about a wife cheating on her husband? The answer is no. Okay. How do you feel about pedophilia? I believe that's a problem. No love for it at all. No. And I can't even, we actually had this conversation the other day in the house because there was an issue at, at, at uh, Liam's school a while back where one of the teachers ended up being like that. So. Yes. Is it the one that, as a guy? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, so we talked about, so the thing is this, society pedophilia is bad. And trust me, I am not here to defend it. I promise you that. But I look at it as it is a it's how you're born, like being gay, you're attracted to men, you're attracted to women. You're born a pedophile, you're attracted to little kids. It's nothing you can control. But an adult uh, homosexual man or woman is an adult. They can make their own decisions. They've lived a life. They understand they've grown up. A child is, for lack of a better term, innocent. They don't know any better. So even though that's your natural attraction, which is horrible, again, society said that's wrong. And I'm not defending it. <laughs> You're born that way and you are attracted to someone who is essentially defenseless and doesn't know that no, an adult should be touching a little kid is my, my opinion on it. How did this come up? I mean, I know it's because of that person, right? But I'm saying like, 
even to the point where you you taking it as far as you're taking it right now. I've I've my this is remember I tell my dad doesn't do normal interactions with people. <laughs> if I say, listen, I think I think I think home I think heterosex I think gay marriage should be allowed uh-huh. because in my opinion, not to sound crass, you're no longer marrying for love. It's a tax break. So why should someone who who's attracted to another man or another woman be discouraged from that tax break? It, but it, they, I want you to know, I actually appreciate that position you just, the way you articulated that. Yeah. I mean, I have a rebuttal for no, it, I got but you. I actually because appreciate we, that. Because we go back and forth. Like, my thing is marriage is defined as a union between a man and a woman. So just find a different word. That's all. Pick, pick whatever, same sex, domestic for, partnership, you, for, for that, whatever that is. Yeah, okay. because marriage is a union between man and woman. Don't change the definition. Find a new word to do the exact same thing. But, but. Billy, that argument is exactly the argument that I would make. So, I mean, like, we're, we're on the same page no, with this. No, for sure. Okay. Like I said, because my, my thing is, it's I like to th- try my best to be as logical as possible. Mm-hmm. You're trying to change a word. You, The fact that you can't be, quote, unquote, married because you're gay, okay, I, if, if, if you're religious, I understand your side of things. But to have it now directly impact how your status is as far as taxes in the country— that's not okay with me. Mm-hmm. It's not my opinion. Not your fault. You're attracted to someone else. You're in love. You want to get married. There are benefits to getting married, and you're being told no. And I don't think that's okay. Well, hold on. I, so we got to. I want to make sure we clarify this. Your issue is, and I and I, if I mess this up, please yeah, just yeah. let me know. No. You want marriage to be man and woman, but you want same-sex couples to be able to have the benefits yeah. that married couples and, have. And if you want to call it same-sex marriage, go for it. Okay. But marriage is defined at, between a man and a woman. Okay, so I so in law... Lar- okay, okay. I'll finish up, because the point of that is, okay. I, talk, you know, I think people should be allowed to get married. They're gay, they have the choice over it. And my dad, well, they like little kids. That's not a choice. Like, that doesn't even compare to me. Like, it's two adults. What, what's, the, what's the point that he's making when he says that? That gay people shouldn't allow to get married because pedophilias are born that way. They should be allowed to marry kids then. And I'm like, no, that doesn't make any sense. But if he delivered it differently, I'd understand what he's saying. But he goes to the extreme to prove a point rather than just saying, listen, you're attracted man to man. You're attracted adult to kid. What's the difference between the two? It's, it's a biological attraction. Okay, that makes sense. I get that. So I've taken years of him shouting that nonsense in my face to boiling it down to, yeah, it, you're, you're born that way. You're attracted. That's your attraction to the way you were born. Though one is a problem, one is not, which leads to that's why people think they're pushing so hard on the grooming and the taking away of the genders and all this stuff. Because he feels, and I'm, I'm not sure I feel about it just yet, is they're trying to make pedophilia mainstream. Oh, no. They they are absolutely so, trying to get to that place. Yeah. And now it's, it's interesting because remember I was telling you, about, we talked about the bread the breadcrumb crumb theory, which yeah. is like they start one place. And then lead to there, this But there's place. an end game, yeah. you know, and we're just like, we never see the end game coming. So we got to stop worrying about what's happening. Not, not stop worrying, but we have to have a, have this dual purpose of recognizing what's happening now and stopping that front but also calculating what are they trying to achieve later on and start attacking that now too because yeah. they're already ahead of us but yeah the whole pedophilia thing is they, they're definitely definitely on route to that 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 is where they're going with this and it's a it goes back to even your argument that you're making you think that homosexuals are born that way, right? Mm-hmm. And 
because they're born that way, as a society, we should just accept it. And what I'm saying to you is that when we get to the place of accepting it, right? That is What's just the next move? yeah. That's just now you can one, say it's a logical move. Yeah, so one guidepost. If you accept, the next one, right. if you accept they're biologically made this way and they shouldn't be faulted for it, then why can't you accept that these people are born? It's that a logical, way? but see, that's yeah. a logical argument. That's yeah. a very you, logical and your, argument. And again, my old fallback will always be: these are adults. These these they don't know. So this is the beauty of that. Do. So going yeah. back to uh, Joe Biden, and I never forget this. Janice and I had this discussion yesterday because I was telling her. Um, we were, I was arguing about the Democratic Party, how right now I find the Democratic Party to be evil. Like they are yeah. the spawn of Satan as far as I'm concerned. The Democratic Party. There's nothing that I see coming out of the Democratic Party that, that gives us any hope, that, that, that has anything that's morally right in it. Yeah, somebody, that's how somebody bad it commented is. on that on Twitter the other day. And my, I mean, my reply was, show me such like, well, you've never said anything bad about, Demo- about uh, the GOP. Listen, my opinion right now, there's nothing good coming from the Democrats. Nothing. Like, I'm, not, I'm not saying the uh, Republicans are great. I rail against not, them. There's yeah. not one single thing you can say the Democrats are doing that it's any positive anything. So so we were having this argument. And, and oddly enough, Janice refused to go as far as I went with, with my commentary on Democrats, right? Okay. So that turned into a discussion. But regardless, I said, you know— but Biden told you what he was going to do. And she said, no, he didn't. I was, like, he oh, did. I, I was like, hold on a second. And I had to remind her. The dude, the dude had uh, town halls where he where people were able to f- ask him questions. And he was fielding them and giving them answers. And one of the questions that came out, I never forgot it. It blew my mind. I was like, this answer that he's giving us right now is a, a line in the sand. Yeah. And this country is basically deciding, are we going to be moral or immoral? A woman asked the question, hey, I have an eight-year-old daughter, I think it was, yeah, you know, that wants to transition or vice versa. What would you? Are you going to put policies on the book you know, to defend her right to be able to do this? And he said, absolutely. He believes yeah. that any – and I was like – We even did a show on that. I, I was like, this – well, okay. So, so that I wanted to go down that path, the bottom line is the whole reason that they want to be able to say an eight-year-old can make that decision – goes back to pedophilia. They want to normalize it because if an eight-year-old is mature enough to make that decision, They're then an eight-year-old enough, enough to, to go and sleep with an adult. And Biden and Hunter Biden will be off the hook. Yeah. Because they're sick, twisted perfs, and everybody on FC's island. I, I didn't see that coming, but yes, that, that was a good mic drop. I mean, listen, a good mic drop. Point, to the, point to the conspiracy corner. Yeah. They're all, FC's island, a bunch of little kids. All these super liberals are going to the island having sex with little kids. Biden and Hunter Biden are twi- or Joe Biden and Hunter twisted weirdos sniffing people's hair. Right. We put they put in Samaji Harris, who has no problem with it. Apparently, she let some guy off for his or, or a lesser sentence or along those lines. I mean, listen, who's to say that we're wrong? Not us. I love that sound. Politics. We'll keep going. Uh, no, you, no, you sure? Yeah, yeah go. Okay, so um, man. Because, I mean, it's political, so right, right. keep it, keep well, it going, well, man. So let me, I want to, so yesterday was Stelter. It's last stel- day. It's, yeah, Stelter. It's Stelter. I, I don't know why I pronounce it with a Z, but it's Stelter. Isn't there a Z in there? No, well. This, Stetler? I, yeah, Stetler. Okay. Stet, S-T- Stetler. Well, S-T-E-L. Not Z-E-R? No, no Z. Oh. I always thought it was a Z. I always thought it was Stelter. 
now, yeah, I always said Stetler. <laughs> now I'm trying to say Stelzer, and I can't. But it's S-T-E-L-T-E-R. Stelter. Stelter. So anyway. Stelter's going to the homeless I was shelter because really... he has no more income. <laughs> you know, I actually thought this question, like going back to like Kumo, right? Mm-hmm. He, you know, he got fired. Yes. And he's living in New York, and I know it's got to be expensive. And, you know, these guys are making $12 million, yeah, $15 million he's, he's a year. He's on the Chinese payroll, though. He's fine. Well, well what happens? Do they move? Do they sell their house and move someplace, uh, you know, that doesn't cost as much? Because, I mean, they're paying – they were getting paid millions of dollars per year. Yeah. Well, isn't, isn't his brother still the governor up there? No. Are you crazy? He I got know, canned. The, I know he did. I know they yeah. all kind of all went down. Yeah, yeah, with, yeah. Uh, with the, Oh, yeah, yeah. He went first. Then, then his brother, the news anchor, went second. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Okay. Listen, it's hard to keep up with all the scummy things they do, the liberal, <laughs> the liberals, especially when they have the same last name. That's true. You know, it's not my fault I can't keep up with their with their but, trash. But I was wondering, like, so I was thinking about Kumo, and now I'm thinking about Stelter. Gotcha. And I'm like, are they going to move now, you know, because they can't afford to live there? Or are they going to say, well, we got to stay. This is the best chance I got to make this kind of money again, so I need to stay. So I'm just curious how that works. But anyway, I was reading an article about their last episode, and there's a couple of clips that I pulled out. And... um. Let me just read this to you. So yep. Stetler, he had he had a panel, and one of the panelists named Zurich, uh, he asked them, "Where do you think this?" He asked the panel, "Where do you think CNN is going?" Yeah. And they said, uh, "Well, we think it's going to move. They're trying to move more centrist, right?" And um, and he's like, "Well, what's centrist?" So who Stetler? Stetler. <laughs> this guy just got fired for not for not understanding. They don't want his stupid ass opinion. No, no, you know, he was <laughs> no. no. I mean, does he not? Even, he, so he quote unquote reports the news. I know that CNN is trying to go more down the middle. Right. They're still going to lean left, but they're trying to get rid of your opinions. Right. And kind of give a as central as they can be while still leaning left, uh-huh. and he still doesn't get it. He, well, listen, he well, that's why I got fired. What a dumbass, he's like, man! He's like, I don't understand some people like, sometimes. Give me, give me, like, explain to me what it is. So here he goes, and he says, uh, "So Zurich said centrist." Uh, well, hold on. Settler asked Zurich about the word centrist, with the latter arguing that the conversation is often reduced to facts. Just give me facts. So that's what he says. That's what Zurich defined as centrist. But then he goes on to say, facts is not enough. Yes, facts first, context, exp- exploratory journalism, which this show does. You have to explain the situation. Which he said. show just? Stetler's show <laughs> yeah, does? Stetler's show, uh, so who's we, saying that? Stetler's saying that? No, Zurich is saying this. And he's saying, like, which this show does. And so my hope for CNN more than ever. This is the most important cable channel, I think, right now to set it to set a standard for journalism, Brian. And I pray to God they do it. So here's this guy, Zurich, who's basically saying they're moving centrist. But the idea behind centrist is facts is giving me facts. But he's saying that that's not enough. We got We got to we got to put some meat on the bones. We can't just give you the bone. And this show does that. We do exploratory journalism. No, they do everything he said. Is exactly opposite of what CNN does. If they, they don't if give they facts. This, yeah, if they did this, no one would be getting fired. Yeah, if they, they don't give facts, and the facts they, they the quote unquote facts they do give, there's no context to them. It's just believe it or, or don't. Right. And then we and we do the hard hitting invest. No, you don't, because if you did the last one, the first two would take care of themselves. Each one that he mentioned, they don't do. 
it goes back Get to, out of here yeah, with that. I, I could not believe that I, you know, I didn't watch the show. I just read the article. Yeah. I'm like, these words are coming out. And I was going to send it to you. I took clips of it. I was send it to you. It's like, no, no, no. This is something that we have to bring up yeah, on the no, air. Good, you know good what I'm saying? Volume. Okay, so I, let me see. who. I think that what I'm about to read right now was said by uh, Steltler in response. Here's Here he goes. I hope that what we're going to see CNN do is institute some some sort of false... Hold on. Oh, no. I hope that what we're not going to see CNN do is institute some sort of false equivalence where the extremists, and this is the reason why I, I clipped this, where the extremists of one party is balanced with the regular dysfunction of another party. We need to be free to call out when someone breaks the law, when someone breaks norms, when someone introduces prejudice and stereotypes into the public debate. There's more that, there's more that he said, but I just want to take that little bit. I right feel now. like I'm being punked right now. I feel, I feel like you're playing a prank <laughs> yeah, on know, me. I know, but this goes back to tone read death. The, read the first line. I hope, I hope that what we're not going to see CNN do is institute some sort of false equivalence where the extremists of one party is balanced with the regular dysfunction of another party. So what he's trying to say is that... He's literally saying the exact opposite of what reality is. But, but, but no. But see, hold on. I see, no, what, he, you, I, I see what you're I saying. I hope so, because he's saying... No, 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 listen. Fox has to balance out their extreme insanity. And again, Fox isn't perfect, but imagine if they if they didn't have to balance out the crazy, what they could do. So I, I kind of get where he's coming from, but he's wrong. Well, so listen, it's interesting where you went with this because, I, and I'll give you a chance to flow with that. No, but, that was it. That's oh, okay. he, he's wrong. But but here's the thing: it's interesting because I never thought about the flip side of Fox looking at the Democrats and saying like, "Crap, this extreme party," yeah. and I got to balance that off of a, a seemingly dysfunctional Republican Party. Yeah. I never thought that that Fox has to balance that the same way that this guy is talking they about. They have to be extreme and yet somehow be logical at the same time. Exactly. But here's the thing. The point, what got me was those very words, extreme, uh, ex extremism of one party. So what he's saying is that the Republican Party is extreme. Listen, a lot of people believe that. He, said, he says that the Democrats are dysfunctional. But the Republican Party, they're extreme. And I'm like, okay, this is why you're getting fired. Yeah, I was thinking right? the same thing. This is why you're getting fired. Is that type of thinking. Like, tell me, in, in fact, there was something, um, oh my goodness, who was I watching? Was it? Mm, I can't remember when I read this. But they were saying that this, this, this nonpartisan put out, no, it was a partisan paper that they put out this, um, this scale of, what happened to our media in the last, what happened to the parties in the last, I don't know, six years, 10 years, something like that, maybe yeah. 10 years. And they said that the Republican Party has gotten more right in the last 10 years. It might even be 20 years. The Republican yeah. Party has gone more right. But even though uh, the Republican Party has gone more right, the, the Democratic Party has far surpassed the Republican yeah. Party in going left. Yeah. Like, they both have moved from where they used to be, but it's, there's no, there's not even a close second yeah. in terms of how far left the, the, the Democratic Party has gone. And yet, we're called the extreme. You know who did it? It, was, it wasn't a Huffington Post. It was, uh, if I tell you the name, it was an AP. It was one of those 
periodicals, if I told you the name, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. They're, they're known. And yet they came out and they wrote this and they still said that the, the left has gone so far. And here it is, Steltner, about his, on his last show, you think there'll be a mayor Copa saying like, you know what, huh? I could have done better. He's but still, instead he's, he's saying the blind. Republican Party are the, the party of extreme. Yeah. And think about this. Why are they extreme? Because they said that you cannot kill your baby after it was born. Like, what, you know what I'm saying? Like, once yeah. it's a fully formed baby, you can't kill it, and we're the party of extremes. When we say that, like, a man is a man and a woman is a woman, and, and hard stop, yeah. and we're extremists. When we say that climate change, the way that you want to go about fixing climate change is preposterous, and it'll bankrupt not only this country, but it'll bankrupt the world, we're extremists. You know, the whole, I, I mean, like, Seriously, like, I don't even understand, like, you want to make a deal, you want to make deals with Iran and Venezuela and, and Russia, these countries that we that are known um, um, violators of human rights. You want to yeah. make deals with them, make them rich by getting oil from them, and yet you don't, and not produce any oil locally that we can control and make sure that it's done right, and yet we're extremists. You want to make China rich, in fact... Listen, the, the, the transfer of wealth that has happened in the last two years from China to from the United States to China because of all the PPE, yeah. because of all the stuff that we outsource to China, all the money that we've given China during this time period because of COVID and how rich China has gotten yeah. and how poor Americans have gotten, and yet we're the extremists. I don't even understand that. I like, I like, I, I wish that we had him in front of us so he can talk to us and give me some feedback because this is like, this is crazy. I don't think you would have be able to do that because here is last day, other than farewell and, and promoting the, in the network and the way it's going and all this stuff. He, like a true liberal fashion, plants his flag and refused to move refused it. Refused to move He it. refuses to see that he is part of the problem. Right. Like, there, I, I mean, to say that, and I get where he's coming from. You have to balance out the experience. But again, the the Fox News, like I said, Fox isn't the best. Because there are things on it that are like, oh, you got to be kidding me. But if they could just do their normal stuff, it might actually be fair and balanced as opposed to fair, balanced, and a little bit nutty. CNN is 100% nutty. And they repeat the same thing. So to say what, what, Ste what Stetler said about being extremist and Republicans, every news show says it. Every one of them say the same thing. Yeah. There's no, there's no, what do you call it, independent of thought or, or whatever of thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's none of it. They all repeat the same thing. Listen, well, you know what? Um, right, right wing extremists. They they come out with this right wing, right wing, right wing, yeah. right. And I remember this is a couple of years ago. Never even knew what Prager University was. Yeah. But I was reading an article someplace, and they said this right, uh, Dennis Prager. This, you know, he's the head of this right wing. Yeah. Whatever. And I was like, man. What is this? You know, I'm thinking. I, I'm thinking. A Alex Jones is that his name? The yeah, the, Infowars. Uh, the Infowars guy. So I'm thinking this another Infowars guy out there. Mm. Let me look him up. Not that I'm interested in that, but I just was yeah. curious. Like, there's another one out there, dude. Anyone who's listening to us, go look up PragerU. Just look them up. They 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 do little clips, like five minute clips that, that like that teach you certain things. You know what's going on in American history, American politics. Just go look it up. And this is what the media is calling right-wing extremists. And keep in mind, Dennis Prager is like Elon Musk. They left him behind. Dennis Prager was a Democrat. 
He's he is the exact same place he's always been, and he says it. Yes, they left me. We talked about this in this yeah. show where he said like he, he he talked to his friends. Look, thirty years ago in the early nineteen eighties. Tell me one position that I had in the early 1980s when I was a Democrat yeah, that I don't have that now. I, don't have now. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, they love to quote John F. Kennedy today. By today's standards, he'd be he'd be a right-wing crazy person. Is that it? I was no, going to say, no, you changed the, it. Oh, okay, no, okay. No, no, no. That's somebody <laughs> creeping up to my front yard. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, goodness gracious, dude. I, I, we are the extremists, but yet it's the left that has gone so far mm-hmm. to the other side. And in America, Americans, listen to me. I don't care if you're a Democrat. I don't care if you're a Republican. I don't care if you're independent, libertarian. Listen, you can. I don't care if you don't vote. I don't care if you don't want to call yourself a Republican. I do not. I absolutely do not care. But you cannot. You cannot vote for the Democratic Party as they are currently constructed. This is this is a this is a party that is. They have an agenda. Yeah. That you know, if I if I voice it, you're gonna say, okay, this must be the conspiracy corner. But they have an agenda that is not good for the American people, that that is trying to destroy the very fabric of what America is. Obama said it. He said it. He was being prophetic when he said it. He he, he was he was he was projecting a, a worldview when he said that he will he wants to fundamentally change the United States fundamentally. And I'm and, and look and they use woke wokeism is something that is being used to to divide us and separate us and not have us think for the greater good of this country. Yeah, if I was a Democrat, I would I would have to ask myself why is every thing that challenges our way of life as a Democrat why is everything that challenge us either racist or sexist? Why? I mean, there's there's no other explanation for it. If someone doesn't agree with you, you're racist or sexist. If someone is smart on you, oh, they got in school because they're racist or sexist. Like every single thing, no matter how absurd it is, every argument boils back down to racist or sexist. That's tiring. Like, like, that's that's that's, so that's how, exhausting. So I, my, my point is with those people, with Democrats, how can every single argument they have come back to that? Well, this the reason is is this. Right. No. How about just think for a little bit? And the things aren't that way. Like I saw. If we get to social media, there's a couple of things I want to play, but I had, I'd made a, a comment on somebody, you know, Biden's $500,000 wall around his house. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, this is crazy. Imagine if Trump did this. And that's all I posted on news, Newsmax tweet. The replies, well, you think Trump didn't spend millions of dollars upgrading Mar-a-Lago and security? What about all the, the golf trips Trump took, the plane flying around the world, Molina and Trump Tower, $100,000 security a day? I'm thinking to myself, these people, no matter what you say to them, they will not ever admit they're wrong. They will not, like, they're trying to justify by, uh, Biden's $500,000 wall around his house to Trump playing golf, Molina getting a hundred. Now, listen, if she really had $100,000 security a day, there's something wrong with, with those numbers. But if you're the president and these are the people giving you the bids, you're going to take the lowest bid. So if that's the lowest bid. It's extreme. But the point of that is they are justifying a wall around this guy's personal home. And if someone said, oh, if it wasn't for all the, all the right-wing extremists, he wouldn't have this. I'm like, no, he's pissed off everybody with his bad policies, not just not just Republicans. Hey, listen. Everybody Let me got tell it. you something. The house is, is, isn't even that big. It's not. If, if I, the picture that showed online, yeah. there's no need for that. I, forget about need. I just want to understand, what are they getting for half a million dollars? 
Bro, I have no idea. That that when I saw it, the number didn't really blow my mind until I saw the house. Yeah, and I saw how it was in, in listen, relation to the rest and of the even, neighborhood. Even though he's the worst president of all time, the president should get protection. Yeah, People no are question. Nuts out when, there. When I, yeah, but you don't need a five hundred thousand dollar wall around your personal home or your summer home. I don't even understand what kind of wall it would be that it would cost a half a million dollars. Neither. I have no idea. Maybe every part of it's electric. It's got cameras throughout. I have no. I couldn't make the numbers that up except for they have to spend a certain amount of money to be able to print another amount of money. That's the only explanation I have for it. Oh, don't get and me started. And that's not conspiracy, but that's what I really think it is. Listen, don't get me started there, man. No, listen, everybody's everybody's work from a big a big corporation or something where you know they have to waste money to write it off. So I wanna, they have to. I want to drop this on you as you spin. Yeah. Um, the Chinese. Remember back in the days when they said when it and when it was said that uh no nah, man, you gotta get on. Yeah, no, I'm doing it again. I gotta okay. put it up. Yeah, put here. it on the table. No, social, social media. media. Okay. okay. Remember when um back in the days they said that Chinese held most of our debt? Yeah. They hold almost none of our debt anymore. Really? They hold almost none of our debt anymore. That that alone because when they were holding our debt, yeah. there was this symbiotic relationship like, well, if we go down, you go down, yeah. right? But now that they own almost none of our debts, in fact, the largest, I think, country that owns our debt is Japan. Really? And, and Japan is a dying country. I mean, they, they're not reproducing after themselves. And in fact, in 50 years, Japan might not be there anymore, you know? But for China not to own any of our debt anymore or very little of our debt, yeah, that should be that. That should be concerning for all. Good point. All right, social media. Here, listen to this. Social media. The, the drawback of these kind of uh, thing. Let's see if it plays. A child will often know that they are transgender from the moment that they have any ability to express themselves, and parents will often tell us this. We have parents who tell us that their kids they knew from the minute they were born practically. And actions like refusing to get a haircut or standing to urinate, trying to stand to urinate, refusing to stand to urinate, trying on siblings' clothing, uh, playing with the, quote, opposite gender toys, things like that. There is more and more a group of adolescents that we are seeing that really are coming to the realization that they might be trans or gender diverse a little bit later on in their life. So what we're seeing from them is that they always sort of knew something was maybe off and didn't have the understanding to know that they might be trans or have a different gender identity than the one they had been assigned. So that is a, a growing population that, they are, that we are seeing and that's being recognized as being trans and able to be trans. A child will often know and that able to be treated. Yeah. So that is from the Washington Examiner posted that from the what is it the Boston? Uh, Bo it's a Boston. What the hell is it? Let me bring it back up again. I can't think of whether Boston's Children's Hospital. Oh. So the Boston's Children's Hospital yes. said that. So listen to what this lady is saying. All right, she and again, this is from social media. This is on uh, um, the Washington Examiner's Instagram page. That the he, this lady is saying because the boy refuses to get a haircut because he wants long hair, or doesn't want to pee standing up, or he wants to pee. Yeah, the girl wants to pee standing up, mm -hmm. or the kid, the boy wants to pee sitting down, or she, the little girl, wants to play with her brother's older brother's football. That. That's them telling their parents that they want to be trans, that that's their transgender. That's what it is. 
the and the these people are real people. Like they are, they really this is a real thing. This wasn't some made up. She's prank. educated, got degrees, and she and I look at it as when I see so. If Briella puts on one of Amy's bras, oh my God, look at her, want to be like mommy. Mm-hmm. But if my son puts on one of Amy's bras, oh my God, he's trans. What's the difference other than the kid imitating their mother? Mm-hmm. I run around the house and I say a bunch of weird stuff. And Briella runs around the house and says a bunch of weird stuff. Like whatever um, whatever random thing I yell at about football or about movies or something, and she'll say it. Or she'll, you know, one of the one of the lines from The Walking Dead. Is the lady, the husband, the, the wife, Lori, goes up to the husband, Rick. What are you doing? He's like, I'm doing stuff. I'm doing things. So for the last 10 years, when someone asks me what I'm doing, stuff and things. That's my answer to everything anybody asks me. And the other day, Amy's like, Brella, we can put your toys away. Come on, what are you doing? I'm doing stuff. All right? <laughs> she goes, what? I'm doing stuff and things. Leave me alone. So that's her response. And that's cute and sweet. But now if I happen to walk around the corner, she has my work boots on. Oh, man, your daughter wants to be a boy. That, that's what they're saying. They're saying if your kid wants to imitate you and you're the opposite gender of your child, that that kid is basically telling you at one years old, two years old, hey, I want to be a boy or a girl. Right. That's what they're saying. That, that is. And they've got a whole bunch of bomb threats in the last few weeks well, or something. Listen, here's the thing. Uh, it's the Boston Children Hospital. Boston Children Hospital. And I might be missing a word in there. No, no, it's, I, it's that's what it is. I thought okay. the same thing. Okay, because they had they have a hysterectomy program, but they would never they never specified the age, right? But they but they talk about it, and they're like, we received so many bomb threats based on quote misinformation about what we do here. But listen, here's the missing. Well, two things. One, what you may or may not know is that they're the number one provider yeah. of this care. No, for sure. Like, they I, are. I it's, shouldn't call it care, but of this they're, travesty. They do this more yeah, they, than They're the everything. number one when it comes to kids uh, transitioning. They're the number one organization that does that. And they started promoting it. And and then people started saying, like, uh, this is a children's hospital, and they're doing this kind of stuff on children. And it's the fact that people are reporting that the children's hospital is doing transition stuff on children that the whole bomb threats and all this stuff coming out. Yeah. And they're saying misinformation. How is it misinformation? So this goes back to something that we talked about earlier. Age. They're trying. They're so dishonest. And every like if I if I told you if I asked you what's a what what would you consider a child? What if I gave asked you the range of a child? What would you tell me it would be? I would I would tell you lawfully it's eighteen years and un, or under eighteen. Under years. eighteen, right? Yeah. I think anybody prior to if if six months ago I would ask that question, there would be no debate that is eighteen and older. I mean, yeah. excuse me, eighteen and younger, right? But now, Boston Children is trying to say we only do this on sixteen and seventeen year olds. Yeah. As if there's a differentiation. You're doing it on children. Yep. There is no disinformation. What's wrong with you people? But again, it's a lie, and this is what they do. And, and the sad part about it is, like you said, we're not talking about some wino on the street who's half, you know, half in the bag making these statements. We're talking about an educated, well-polished person speaking for a multi-million-dollar institution, yeah, and saying these things as if they are fact, if these are as if this is fact. And and look, again, I said this earlier. I don't care if you don't want to be a Republican, but you cannot vote Democrat because this stuff that you're seeing right now, 
out of Boston Children's Hospital. This is pervasive. It's not going to stop unless we as a country put a hard stop to it and say, yo, we ain't having this anymore. So here. Gender-affirming hysterectomy is very similar to most hysterectomies that occur. A hysterectomy itself is the removal of the uterus, the cervix, which is the opening of the uterus, and the fallopian tubes, which are attached to the sides of the uterus. Some gender-affirming hysterectomies will also include the removal of the ovaries, but that's technically a separate procedure called a bilateral oophorectomy. And not every gender-affirming hysterectomy includes that, and people who are getting gender-affirming hysterectomies do not have to have their ovaries removed. So that's a quick little clip of it. And, and listen, it's gender-affirming surgeries, you know, and one of the comments on here, somebody was like, you know, what the age, you know, and the biggest thing is everybody knows the age. They know they've said it to your point, 16, 17 years old. That's not OK. That's a child. Regardless, of, you know, you can't vote till you're 18, drink till you're 21. Yeah, you can drive a car at 16. My opinion should be a little bit older, but mutilating your body to a lack of for lack of a better term, or doing some sort of surgery to your body that. Yeah, changing your body that that way, yeah, I don't think you're aware enough to do it. It's 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 Listen, insane. To not me. not even mentioning the fact and and the way they had this person speak about it, right? She <clears throat> she was an MS an MD, all sorts of abbreviations right. after her name, right? Uh, look, this is just Smi I'm, bro, I'm 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 looking, I'm thinking to myself, where's the camera? Because she's smiling. We don't even offer to take the ovaries, but if he wants to, we can do that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, and what listen, are you talking about? Remember, I told you how in the in the Bible it talks about greed. Like one of the yeah. one of the biggest sins is greed. This is a month. This is a boom for the medical industry. For I, I, this is to me no more than cosmetic surgery. Yeah. And I remember. Excuse me. I made that sound on the mic. Sorry. But. Uh, I remember uh, one of my friends who was becoming a PA decided to be a PA for a um, plastic surgeon yeah. and said that you make so much more money working for a plastic surgeon than any other field in, 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 in medicine because it's, they charge so much money to yeah. get the job done, right? So to me, this is just a straight money grab. This is like, I, I really don't care about your kids. Just come and have the surgery oh, so yeah, I can add another ten, fifteen, twenty thousand yeah, dollars $20,000 agree with that 100%. to my bank account. I mean, yeah. that's all. These hospitals, just keep bringing the surgeries in. Keep my, my doctors busy so I can keep making money. Yeah, these are the same hospitals that got a significant amount of money if you died from COVID. Mm -hmm. so, I, so, you know, that's that's... I was going to keep going, but just in case this ever makes it, I'm not going to get it cut off for <laughs> what people say about Right, this. right. You know, don't, these, don't say it. Don't say it. Yeah, no. These <laughs> people were given incentives for, you know, certain things mm -hmm. recently. You know, I don't know what to tell you. Like, it's it's a problem out there. I Here's, a, here's what's interesting. I wonder how long we're going to be able to bash this whole non-binary stuff and still be let well, I mean, yeah, these are these were on the one. The one thing was all on YouTube, like insane. Boston Children's Hospital is now offering gender affirming hysterectomies for young girls. So that's still on there. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I'm very confused as to what can and cannot go on because I hear Ben Shapiro, I hear these guys say what they say, and you know, and there's no issue with it. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to think, like, what I don't know because again, I'm nothing I say or I think we say comes should be ever taken as discrimination or violence. It's 
pay like just pay attention. That's all it is. There are things it's that don't just, add listen, up. It's disagreement. Yeah, we are dis we are vehemently disagreeing with the fact that children should be allowed. In fact, I think charges should be brought up. There, there should be a national law that, going back to what you're saying, I haven't finished the sentence yet, but going back to what you just said, yeah. what you said earlier about you were born this way, and so therefore you don't want to you don't want to penalize someone for being born that way, but. Once you're an adult, right? Yeah, when you're adult, once you're an adult, do what you want. Now, even though I, I categorically disagree with that, with every, the, the premise of what you said, I I understand the fact that once you become an adult, you get to make your you're own free to do what you do want, what want yeah. to do exactly. So these kids, even though I do not agree with the idea of non-binary, one hundred percent, there's no part of me that agrees with this at all. But once you're an adult, if you choose to go that route. You know, I I might hail you down and say, yo, do you really want to do it? But at yeah. the end of the day, it's on you, it's right? It's your decision. But when you say, us, uh, guys, we scientifically know that your your mind, your ability to think rationally and process does not fully develop until you're around 25 years old. 25. Mm -hmm. Think about that for a second. 25 years old that we know in the books that you, you can't think properly until you're 25 years old. And yet we want to let someone who's 17, 16, 15, 14, Joe Biden says eight, make these decisions in their lives yeah, that's that you problem. can't reverse. You can't reverse. Once you cut out all that stuff, you ain't putting it back in. Yeah. Listen, have your eight real go buy, go buy alcohol and see what happens. That I might know. I might do that. I might. I mean, I don't want to subject my kids to any kind of stuff. But have my twelve year old go on there and hey, you know, let me give me a, you know a thing of beer and see and see how quickly. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know what we call them here. Uh, the people that that handle kids. Uh, DCF. DCF. Yeah, they, they see how be, quickly they start knocking yeah, the down your door. Yeah. Like, hey, what are you doing? Yeah. Listen, man, you guys will knock down the door of somebody ready to have their kid you know transition at twelve years old. So why can't my kid go have a beer with me? What's the big deal? I mean. Again, if we're in Europe, it'd be okay. But, One, you know, they have a glass of wine with dinner, responsible but, adults and such. But yeah. as a nation, as a nation, oh, really, where's our soul? Again, this is not a Democrat-Republican issue. This is not a Democrat-Republican issue. Where's our soul? Where's yeah. our backbone to say, heck no, man? Yeah, as an adult, go for it. Whether you, whether to Steve's point, whether you think it's right or wrong, you're an adult. You make your own decisions. But for the children, you know, and, and unfortunately, if the parents want to interject their wants onto their kids for 18 years, the good chance a kid has no shot anyway when they become an adult. But at least there was 18 years of, I don't know, you know what I mean? And like you were technically an adult when the time comes. What and, more can you ask for? And let me say this. And that. Line, I guess, little thought. Let me let me say this real quick because I've already seen three women who transitioned back, right? They they did their thing and now they're trying to transition back. And one of them went as far as like like she just simulated her body, right? And yeah. I saw her in Congress talking about this. Um, and here's my thing. Let's just say we're wrong. Yeah. Billy and Steve, we're boneheads. We don't know what we're talking about, right? Mm -hmm. And that there is no such thing as there is such thing as non-binary, and you know we just we're not educated enough to figure it out. Yeah. What we do know is that there are people 
who realize after making this change that they made a mistake. And there and there was no coming back from it. Like mentally, they can say, "Okay, I'm not going to identify as that other sex anymore." Yeah. But physically, there's no coming back. No, I did. I did a video on that, and I found the web like a website and everything about that. And someone who had did it, and late, and she she was a woman went to a man and became like a woman again. She's like, "It was the worst decision of my life." She's, "But I'm not against people doing it. I have a problem with them with doing it at you know." 16, 17, 18. She goes, wait till you're like 20, 21, 25 years old. Mm-hmm. You know, then go. Because I was all caught up. I, she, her, her thing was I was sad. I was alone. I felt lost. I thought this would change that. She goes, I felt the exact same way with this added pressure on top now. She goes, it was the worst thing that I could have done. Mm-hmm. And I, I, it's in one of our videos. I, I won't search for it now. But there's a website about it. Like her website, she goes, it's... Nothing changes. Your mindset doesn't change. You still have that feeling. Did she of, lap? Did she? Do, I don't. I don't know. I, okay. I don't know. Okay. But um, she's like, you still feel this way, except now you realize I just did this, but nothing has changed. And and, so, and it adds this. She's like, I can't explain the pressure, Christian. But now everything I thought that would be gone is still there. Right. And there's now something and, else. And actually, I actually heard this argument. And I'm wondering when we talk about the same woman. But the point I'm making to you is that listen to this woman. Right. Again. She's saying she, she it was a mistake for her, and she is not advocating for not letting people do this. Yeah. All she's saying is that if someone's going to do it, make sure that they're an adult. Make yeah. sure that they're, they're, they're an adult with sound mind. And she's saying mid-20s is when, if, if, you, if you seriously think about doing this, then you should wait till your mid-20s. And, and that's all we're saying. We're like, we're talking about something, if, if we can save 10% of the population that does this, Five percent, wouldn't it be worth it? Because these people are they, their lives are ruined. Yeah, ruined. It's, it's very unfortunate. So I mean, and, and look, and here's another thing: we see this happening more when it comes to women than it does women transitioning to men, as opposed to men transitioning to women. It's way worse. There's, and why aren't we asking the question why? Why are we so quick to say, oh, this must be it? You know, why aren't we di- digging a little deeper to find out? Wh- and, and look, the people at the top, they know what they're doing. They know exactly what they're doing. They're greedy. This is a money grab. This is a power grab. So I, I, I don't expect them to change. But it's we, the people, the 70%, the 75%, we should be smarter than this. We should know when someone's selling us a bunch of crap. And call it what it is. Or at least pause for a second and say, hey, show me the other side for a second. Let me hear the other view so that I can balance it out. Don't just don't just buy this hook, line, and sinker. I'm trying to find that website, but I can't seem to find it. Social media. I got to... Again. <laughs> Sports. I could do sports. I could do sports. I, I I want you to tee it off because I was going to ask you about the Buffalo Bills, but I, I, like uh, I don't. I haven't watched anything yet. Really? Yeah, I don't watch preseason. But um, I did. I watched some highlights the other day. I can't find that website. I watched some highlights the other day, and it was it was the first team versus first team. But by the end of the first quarter, it was still some of the first team against the first team. But when it came to Buffalo, I was very happy to see that they were running the ball mm. almost every play. I mean, they threw it. Allen threw a nice 28-yard touchdown to Gabriel Davis. That was nice. 
I mean, they beat the doors off of the Broncos. And Allen only played one or two series. And did through, and through did you watch it, or you just no, saw just highlights? Saw, just, okay. they just, the highlights just okay. show the touchdowns okay. or, or some good plays. Okay. And Buffalo, you know, Singletary was running, which in my opinion, they should run him last year. He's a very good running back. Size, he's not the biggest, but except for Derrick Henry, there's no monster running back out there. Brian Dayball, Buffalo's offensive coordinator, was horrible. So now he's going to ruin the Giants, which is, you know, fine by me because he's there now. <laughs> you know, go for it. But for um, – I saw him cursing at a referee yesterday. Oh, yeah? Oh, my goodness. I mean, like, he has to say F you to the referee, man. That's <laughs> he, funny. He said whatever he wanted to say to the referee, and he said F you. The Giants quarter, co- coach? Yeah, yeah, man. I was shocked by that, man. He's yeah. like short and chubby, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad he's gone. He he helped out our team to a certain extent or Buffalo's to a certain extent. But, no, man, he's not – He's bad, and he's Daniel Jones is not a good quarterback. He's not Josh Allen, so him going back there and doing that offense, he's going to get killed to a ton of interceptions. It's going to be bad. But they ran the ball with Singletary, a couple really good runs. Then they brought in James Cook, the rookie they got, ran in a few very good runs. Inside the five, Zach, Zach Moss had two touchdown runs. I want to see that inside the five-yard line. I want to see your strong guy banging up the middle. I do not want to see a spread them out, five-step drop from a shotgun on the one-yard line. That's right. what Dayball does. It drove me nuts. Mm-hmm. I'm all for spreading out a little bit to, to take guys out of the box, but not have a quarterback do a seven-step drop and roll out from the one-yard line. Like that's I, I can't get that. And then Duke Johnson at the end of the game, I think he had two touchdowns also. So Oh, crap. I mean, this, was, this sounds like a massacre. Oh, it was like 40-something to – Six, nine, ten, something okay. like that. Like they beat the crap out of them. Okay. You know, I imagine all four of those guys are going to make the roster, and all that. Like, listen, that's great. Buffalo needs to run the ball more. I'm all for Josh Allen. Like I saw on Facebook, someone's like, "How many touchdowns for Allen this year? 50, 60. No, man, I want thirty mm-hmm. because that means he, he let's say he passed for thirty, ran for five, and your running backs combined for twenty more. That's what I want to see. I want to see less from Josh Allen, which should allow him to play longer, fresher, longer, mm-hmm. and go from there. So I was happy to see that. Um, I've honestly now because we're fantasy football's coming up. We have a we have a draft this coming are you, Thursday. Are you back on that team, uh, my church team? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Liam and I are on there again. They changed. They they dropped two people out of it because it was it was a cluster last year. Okay. They had twelve people with two quarterbacks, and there's no limits of what you can get. So people had like four or five quarterbacks on their team, while other people had one starting quarterback. Personally, I don't like the hoarding of players. People think that strategy. I I don't particularly think that way. Anyway, so I need to start paying attention to what's going on as far as what players are where, what teams are doing what. So you have no idea of the no, league in general. No, right I now. don't. I don't do anything with football from after the Super Bowl to the start of you know week three preseason. Okay, which is coming up next week. Yeah. Okay, because then September seventh is game one. So Buffalo is, starts the season off um, against. This, this the is Rams. interesting because I. This shows you how long we were doing the show because I actually remember last year you giving me your predictions of what's going on, what's going to happen. And I was like, Mark the Tate, let's see if, yeah. it, if it pans out. And we we're like, we we're like right there. We're on the doorstep yeah. of a year. I got, I got the wrong, the unfortunate result of what has been deemed one of the best games of all time. I still won't watch to read up about it. But I said <laughs> in the beginning of the season, I'm not worried about Kansas City. I'm not worried about Mahomes. And that's, that's, I wasn't back then, and except for an o- the overtime, like Buffalo's defense didn't 
rise to the occasion. Mahomes didn't do much. Right. I mean, he, but listen, he's got to get the ball where got to go. Change, they changed the overtime rule. So that so if that overtime rule was in effect, you would have had an opportunity. Yeah, but I'm but I'm also a believer in you have 60 minutes to end the game. Okay. You know, but I do like the fact that if you, if you now if you score a touchdown, no matter what, the other team has at least one more chance to go. Mm-hmm. Before they field goal, you have a chance to field goal. Then from there, whatever, with the touchdown, end of the game, which is what happened. My issue with that game was, like I said, it was a it was a five ten yard dump off to Hill, and he ran seventy yards. That has nothing to do with Josh Allen. Has nothing to do with Patrick Mahomes. The, that guy is faster than anybody in the NFL. It's not even close. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't worried about the last year. He, he threw a bunch of interceptions at the beginning of the season. Buffalo beat him in the regular season. I, I still have less concern for Kansas City now than I did last year. I'm not worried about them. I do not see anybody in the AFC that will compete with Buffalo except for themselves, and that's a worry for me. Raiders, I think the best division is going to be the AFC West, Broncos, Raiders, Chiefs, um, Chargers for sure. And that's pretty much so, it. So you're saying don't read too much into what happened with the Broncos against the uh, Bills? No. No, I wouldn't worry about that. I, okay. no, I don't think they're going to be – I think they're going to be fourth in that division, but I don't think the division is going to be, you know, 13-3, and 13-3, 6-10, 3-13. I think it's going to be – they're all going to be very close, okay. yeah. But I, I'm not a Russell Wilson guy. I don't think he makes the team better at all. If anything, he keeps it okay or possibly a little bit worse because like Brett Favre, like some of these guys, what makes them great is what makes them bad. He is always looking for the deep ball. He's always running around, running around, running around, looking for that big play and ends up getting hit and sacked and sometimes fumble, losing yards. But they only celebrate that one beautiful, oh, look at that 70-yard play. Yeah, but the first three series, he lost a combined of 15 yards and one fumble because he refuses to get the five and out. He rolls around, rolls around, rolls around, and gets sacked and you know loses the, loses the series, the down, because he doesn't make the right play as a quarterback. So I don't see them doing anything. I don't think Russell Wilson is that good. He happened to be benefited one of the statistically best defenses with uh, the Legion of Boom, you know, a few years back. Yeah, have, has your dad said anything about the Dolphins? No, not yet. Okay, not that no. I'm, I don't I'm see just them doing. Two is not going to do anything. Their coaches are going to do. I don't think. I, I think they're going to be. They're my opinion is they're probably going to be the bottom of the uh, the bottom of the le- of the division. Really? Yeah. The Jets, I think, might do something. They've got pretty much everybody coming back year two, same corner, same coach, same players. The um, Patriots are going to be interesting because they don't have their offensive coordinator, Josh McDaniels, went to the Raiders. Belichick is still Belichick, but Matt Patricia, I think, is like the co-offensive coach or something. He's a good defensive coordinator, was horrible in Detroit. I mean, he had Matt Stafford for five years, never made it to the playoffs. Stafford gets away from him for one year and wins the Super Bowl. Granted, a good team around him. Uh-huh. So I don't – New England, except for Belichick being able to put a, put the right plan in place, I don't see them doing much either. Okay. So I can see – Because I want you to know, like, I, I don't know where I was, but I saw a little clip of um, Colin Cowherd. Yeah. And he was saying, like, the reports out of New England is that uh, Matt Jones is just stinking up the joint. No, he wasn't bad. The problem is they don't have an offense. Their offense is gone. Like Matt, well, I, I mean, mean, that's a big problem. It's a huge problem. But <laughs> I wouldn't say he's stinking the joint. He's he's a second year guy who now probably has to learn a whole new system. Right. Nobody succeeds that way. Right. So my look, I'm not. I'm not. Okay, it probably came off. But I get it, came, it came off wrong. I'm not trying to say that Matt Jones sucks. No, no, I know you're saying okay. it's not looking good out there. Right. I, yeah, I agree with that. If that's if they lost their off. I mean, McDaniel's has been there for. 20 years, give or take. He's left somewhere for a little bit and they came back. Mm-hmm. 
I don't see, you know, they're going to be fine they're, or they're going to have an issue. And again, that's why I root for Tannehill in his six, seven years down here. Let's say seven years, I'm not 100% sure. Seven years down here, three head coaches, five coordinators. You're not going to succeed. You know what I mean? You're mm-hmm. not going to succeed. So we'll see what, what happens with this with Mac Jones. But I see Buffalo e- winning that division easily. Um, the next one's down. I can't, I'm trying to I – even, I haven't even had it up here yet. But mm-hmm. I, could see, I could see Baltimore taking their division. Let me see. Let me look this up and find out who's where. But um, – I know Pittsburgh. I'm curious as that new quarterback. Cause, and the older know, I get, the less I remember about things. Uh, Rosenberger is gone, so yeah, it's they, interesting with their new quarterback that they have and see how that works. Um, I'm I'm curious. I'm going to be curious. Really, listen. What happened with uh, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo? Is he on a team? Yeah, they for whatever reason they want to. Is he still with San Francisco? Yeah, they they want to do um. What's the guy's name? Trey Lance. They want him to be the guy out there. So they're, they're not going to get rid of Garoppolo? I don't believe so. They're paying that guy a fortune. I, I don't know. But, yeah, they want Trey Lance to be the starter, and that's part of, part of, the, big, part of the big reason why Debo Samuel wanted to leave. He saw where they were going. He's like, this isn't going to work for me. So they paid him a whole crap ton of money to stay in San Francisco. Because they were going to transition. I believe so, yeah. So Sam, no. Are you sure Samuel wanted to leave? Oh, it was very good. No, no, no. I knew he wanted to leave. But you think Garoppolo was the issue? No, he wanted Garoppolo. Oh, he wanted Garoppolo. He, he, okay. I mean, they, got, they got to the NFC Championship game last year. So okay. they, they didn't do anything bad. Okay. They just needed to do, and that's probably what they think. They think the quarterback is what held that team back. Mm-hmm. The defense is going to be there. The offense is, is fantastic. They probably think, well, it's probably going to be the quarterback. We need to make a change. I don't think that's going to that's going to work for them. So you don't think Trey Lance is going to be the the difference maker? Uh no. He's again, he's a first year guy. So with the, with a defense like that, well, you don't, se- second year he was there last year. Yeah, but I mean, he played one or two games. He came in, he ran the ball, had hit a knee injury. I don't see them doing much with that defense. And now paying your best player on offense all that money, that team's not going to be that together like that for much longer. So you can't have a developing quarterback while your team is everywhere else is good. Like when Brady came to Tampa Bay, they were across the board, you know, B uh, B plus players, and their quarterback was a D player. And you insert Tom Brady. I mean, come on, dude. You didn't go from Garoppolo to Brady. You went from Garoppolo to a rookie who's predominantly a run first guy. It's not going to work. Your best player needs the ball in his hands, Debo Samuel. This guy, in my opinion, is not going to get him the ball. Okay, so here's my and thing. And this is not seeing is, anything is about there, them. Is there a reason why you're not giving them the benefit of the doubt, the, the coaches the benefit of the doubt? I mean, they've been there. They've seen what Garoppolo can do. They know what they no, know what they, kind of offense they want to run. They would know much more than I would know. Right. But from the little bit that I've seen because, and what I know about how running quarterbacks operate. Okay, but here's my thing. Shannon Hand has already proven that he's a good offensive coach, right? I mean, he, he, he lights it up everywhere he goes. And so, and he's had Garoppolo for now three years? Possibly, Okay, yeah. so he, he's had him long enough, kind of similar to what happened with um with the but Rams. They, with, with Garoppolo. But did, but let me, let me finish this point. Kind of similar to what happened with the Rams where – Okay, I've had you. I've even thrown money at you. Yeah. And now that I really get a good look at you, my offense is almost where I want it to be. I just need one more thing to make it happen. Why don't we give him the benefit of the doubt? Shanahan. We, we, we could. 
And you can the, the best analogy you can give is Kansas City. Alex Smith was there for a couple of years. They were in the thick of it every time. They made a change to Mahomes and took off. Right. So maybe Trey Lance is doing this amazing thing in practice. He might be. I don't think so. Okay. And I could see why you would make a change from Garoppolo. You got to the Super Bowl a few years ago. I think made the playoffs, didn't make the playoffs, then got to the AFC Ch- NFC Championship game with them. So your team collectively is moving the ball, and if you feel we need to change that quarterback, I could see why you would think that Garoppolo, again, could be coaching. They do not let him do anything. They keep him in tight, afraid of him making a mistake or something. I don't know. Maybe they'll give Trey Lance more of a leash to do what he wants to do. Or maybe it's just like, uh, you're the one who said there's only like two or three plays that make a difference in the game, that wins you or loses oh, yeah. the game. And so maybe that's what they're looking for, those two or three plays that they think Trey uh, is going to give them. It's a possibility. That, uh, G- Garoppolo G- may G- throw a bad pass. Right. Lance may run for 15 yards. But at the same time, when that 45-yard bomb opens up, the passing quarterback will read it, Trey Lance will run for 15 yards, and it's going to be have an adverse effect on it. It'll be curious to see, like, as the year goes on, if what you're saying comes to pass. Well, Because if, if, if San Francisco turns into a, a juggernaut, then I'm going to be like, okay, Shanahan's, they, they, they've proven something. We got to think, too. He's, I mean, Garoppolo's not great, but he's good. Shanahan was in Atlanta for a while. Matt Ryan's not great, but he's an efficient passer. Right. I don't know what Trey Lance can do other than the times they brought him in last year. He just dropped back and ran the ball. He threw a couple passes. And the problem is when a guy like that throws one good pass, they show it from 50 different angles like he had the greatest <laughs> game of all time when he only threw one pass. You know, so that's I don't, I don't, I don't see it. But, okay. again, you have that team. It's like having Shaq. You can shoot all the threes you want. Shaq's going to get the rebound. You can do whatever you want on offense because that defense is not going to give up anything to the, to the other team's offense. So, mm-hmm. you know, let's see what we got. Listen, so, you know, the what is it, no guts, no glory? So coming out of the uh, the NFC I really have no idea right no now. No idea right now. Okay. I would so I would still we'll have to this. say we'll, we'll I would have to, to say until somebody stops Tampa Bay, right? It's gonna be Tampa Bay. Hey, I want to say this well, first of all, Brady's not in camp, and I'm curious as to why. And Probably because no he's old doesn't it. doesn't want to okay. practice. So he's not I mean, and they said that this is not a it's not like he just didn't show up. No, it's a, fam- about it. it's a family thing. Okay. Yeah. So that always concerns me when I hear family things because yeah, you know, yeah. that, that emotional thing is one thing. But okay, here's another thing. Did you hear about what Serena Williams said? That she's going to retire? You're right. But did you hear what she said about that? No. A- a- on the way out, she took a jab at men. She said that uh, uh, because if she, was a wo- if she was a man, she would have been able to continue, continue playing for another two to five more years. But because she's a woman, she's forced to stop playing because she's got to take care of her household. Take care of her family. She doesn't have to do anything. It's America. You can do what you want. She's, but she's blaming it. She's like, she wants she wants more kids. She wants a, a bigger family. So whose fault and, is that? Dude, I mean. Nah, bro, I'm sorry. This take is, this somewhere else. This is the world that we live in right now, man. Take this somewhere else, bro. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, what? Are you kidding me? Nope. Are, you, are you freaking kidding me, man? That she's like, now, like, there's one thing <sighs> about non-binary there's one thing about sexism or ageism and all that stuff now you're complaining because your your bio yeah. your biology made you a woman and you're mad and you're saying like yeah. if i was a man i wouldn't have to go through this i could i could have kept playing no that's on her man you don't have you don't have to do it mm-hmm. you know but you're born like what like this is the thing people can see that's right man it's a man's world she has to take your house no, she doesn't. No one is making her do it. If she wants to continue to be the best in the world that she's been for the last 20 years, she can. 
Or she, or she can say, listen, I've dominated. There's nothing more I can do. It's time for me to raise a family. Ronda Rousey did it at MMA. She, she left MMA, became a, you know, got to uh, WWE, was arrested for a little bit, left that to, to have a kid, and mm-hmm. now she's back wrestling. She's not complaining. She's still doing her thing. Listen, get out, and, and that's my, a little my, more. That's my, a lot more physical than tennis. My thing is like, what? What did she hope to gain by saying that? Like, what was that? She has to say it. She's she is on top of the mountain in women's sports. Mm-hmm. So if your number one isn't complaining, no one's gonna listen to anybody else. Nobody listens to women's soccer. It's boring. Nobody watches them. <laughs> they have to make a, bu- a bunch of crap, and eventually it gets somewhere. Mm-hmm. She. Serena Williams is the best at what she does compared to anyone else is best at what they do. So if your best doesn't have a problem with how things are set up, no one's going to listen. But but think about it's it. It's like they say like... But, but here's the question I'm asking. You said have a problem with how things are set up. How could they be different? What do you mean? Like in her scenario, you are a woman. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, doesn't matter. She, that, she has to woman, say it. doesn't matter. She has to say it. Who wants to have more kids? She has to say so it. So what are you saying to us? You know what I'm saying? Like, how, how, do you, how do we fix this? Do we go to God and say, God, do something different? Like, I don't get it. Like, what's, who, who's your complaint to? You know, there are certain things that shouldn't be, they're, they're asinine. Just at face value, they're asinine. Why are doesn't you saying matter, this? doesn't matter because she has to. But the, <laughs> the people will believe her. They always said, like, all the, the, you know, if there's racism in the NFL or black coaches, black players or whatever it is, until Peyton Manning or Tom Brady or Matt Ryan comes out and say it, no one's going to listen. Mm-hmm. So there's a problem with being able to raise a family in women's sports. Well, no one's going to listen to Hope Solo. She's a woman's soccer player. No one's going to listen to, I can't think of anybody else as far as, you know, women go in sports. Yeah. So, but I know who Serena was. She's in commercials, movies. She's everywhere. We've got to get her to say something. She's our one. She's the one and only. She has to say something or no one's going to hear it. But I'm saying to what end? doesn't matter. She probably got paid to do it. She had to say it. And now someone is going to be like, all right, I can do I can work with this now. She finally said something and run with it. Mm-hmm. I can't. The, the, it's listen, nonsense. I, 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 our society is like our society has to wake up and see this. You, ha- we have to be able to see the garbage that we're being fed. Yeah. We have to be able to see when someone is talking crap. Going back uh, to what we said earlier, saying, that is crap. You have to recognize why is every single thing that comes down to Democrats sexist or racist. You have to see it. You have you have to say there's there's no other way around it. Again, Serena Williams, the best of the best, didn't make a, didn't make noise for twenty years. Now she's ready to retire. Oh, because I'm a woman. Why is everything sexist or racist? You have to ask yourself that. Why is the number one person in the world and what she does saying this? What is the like Steve's point? What is the reasoning for it? And listen, I wanna I wanna make this clear. There could be re- the fact that she is a woman does play into the fact that she's retiring, right? Can we yeah. can we say that? Because yeah. because she does want to have more kids and she already has one, so to put her body through the whole pregnancy thing. And to come back from that, it's probably not going to be feasible, right? So, yes, the biological fact that she's a woman is probably causing her to retire a few years earlier than a man would retire. Yeah. Okay, we're not saying that that's not true. We're saying, and what? Yeah, so what? So what? You, <laughs> you know can, what I'm you can like, only have one kid if you want to. Yeah, like— Life is about choices. You're making a choice. Do you think those other people out here with six kids would trade would trade away their six kids, three jobs, three working three jobs, and be a tennis player and be a millionaire, world, world famous? No, like, stop being tone deaf. Mm-hmm. Pay attention to who you're talking to. Yeah, listen. I was listening to um, Steve Bannon. Mm. Well, have you ever listened to him? No. There, I, 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 
I watched an interview with Steve Bannon. I want to say it was Friday. And it was such a good interview. Like, I never heard Steve Bannon speak for a, a long period of time, ever. Yeah. So this is the first time I ever... He was able to develop all his ideas. So I really got a feel for who this guy is. And I was going to send you the video. It's an hour long. No, no. And I was like... I'm so mad at you that I can't send this to you because it's such, yeah. it's so important for where we are in our country that I think every man, specifically every man should watch this because it's, it's, it's like a call to arms for men. Okay. And so much so that I already told the boys, Hey, listen, n not, not the boys. I already told my boys, uh, my, my sons that we're going to have to set some time aside this week because I'm going to watch this with you. Mm -hmm. Okay. And to tell you how, how important I think this is, yeah. Steve Bannon dropped a couple of F-bombs mm -hmm. while he was doing it. And you know how I feel about profanity, but I felt like his message was so important that I'm willing to overlook the F-bombs and have my kids listen to this because it's that important. Okay. It is important. And those emphasize how important it is. So, huh? And that word emphasizes how important <laughs> it is. It's the most powerful word in the English language. Okay. Whatever. Anyway, so uh, anyway, so the point I was going to make to you about Steve Bannon is a couple of things that he said. One was that the, the black man is getting it. They are starting to change. Like waking up, you mean? They're waking up okay. and they're starting to change their, uh, their political affiliation. They are actually becoming more and more pro-Trump. And I'm and like I, I I didn't do any research because I heard this Friday you know I had a busy weekend and I want to start re looking into this crunching the numbers to see where he got this from, but whatever he's looking at he's saying that Hispanics are coming over in droves and the black male is starting to turn the tide like yeah. you're going to start to see a shift in how blacks how black men vote. Why I'm bringing this up because I find it interesting is because like last week I told you. Finally, I found like I found a podcast where it's a, a, a Whitlock. You yeah. know who Jason Whitlock is? He, because of him, he I hear other black men who come on who are conservative. I'm like, what the heck? There's a whole yeah. there's a whole tribe out there. You know what I'm saying? I'm like so excited about this. And then to hear Steve Bannon say that it's happening, I'm like. Is there a movement happening and I don't even know about it? There's yeah, a, this mushrooming? Well, that's why people have a hard time, whatever, because of the amount of percentage of black people who voted for Trump. You know, it's a, it's a large percentage. Well, now, here's the flip side of that. Black women ain't coming. No, yeah, no, they're... <laughs> That is a big deal. Well, that, that, well, that well goes, listen, I'll take what I can get. I'll take what I can get. If the, the black men are coming, yeah. then ultimately, you know, they'll but be... The that goes to a video that I put out, Okay, um, I say almost a month ago now, that it's still on YouTube, that the liberals have decided that the most unintelligent of our species... Uh, are, is a black woman. Are, no, are women. Oh, oh, women. Okay. Are women. I remember, I remember this. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, I put, I put three examples out there, and that doesn't make sense. So, regardless of their color, they look at women a specific way. They could say, well, you said earlier with the, um, the trans thing, you don't see much that's happening with men. You see a lot of it happening with women. Mm -hmm. They found a way to push this stuff onto women where they believe it, and they've convinced them 
of all, like, go watch the video. It's out there. It's um, what number is it? Episode ninety five. The most unintelligent. It's called. There's a video out there. There's the podcast out there. Just listen to it. Watch it, and you'll get the idea. But I mean, the pro like so. There's a video. There's a, I, I haven't played it yet because the guy cusses the entire thing. I've listened to. It, I've showed the people, and I've tried to get it onto our. Instagram page, but I'm trying. The video needs to be cropped, and I don't want it to be cropped. But the guys at the gas station yelling and screaming at people, "You guys voted for Trump. You know how can we go out talking all this crap about Trump? Now no one's saying anything. All you guys are sheep. What the f is this? F is that? We, we know we're waiting for stimulus checks. We need more government checks. We were winning when Trump was in. I wasn't doing this. We were working. We had jobs. What the hell is going it's on? It's just a rant. And he's he's yelling and screaming at, at, at in the at the gas station while people pumping their gas, going around wearing his MAGA hat. He's going nuts, man. He's like, you know, you guys all shut up now. You had so much to say two years ago. Where are you at now? Uh, anybody in the gas station say anything? No, everyone's looking, looking down. He's walking in a big circle, just yelling and screaming, cussing all over the place. Right. Wearing his MAGA hat. Right. And he's like, you know, you guys screwed me. Like We we were doing good. People were winning under Trump. Uh-huh. Now we're waiting for a check. We're waiting for trying to get more government assistance. We, we're jobless, you know. We were doing great with Trump. You know what the hell's going on? Uh-huh. And he and he's just he's going off for a good. It's like a two and a half minute video. So you know it's interesting that you said first of all that there was a guy that was doing this, and yeah. although I I think that women get this too. So I'm not I, I'm, we're not trying to disparage women, but there there has been, and and you even mentioned this a while ago uh, how when you watch sitcoms and you see that it's always the woman. Who is the the one in charge? The yeah. one, the hero, the heroine. It's yeah. always going to be the woman. So I think it's been going on for a long time, and we just haven't realized that there is there's a, a, a an assertive assertive attack. I don't know if attack is the word, but um, um, strategy yeah. to go after women. That if they can get the women, because think about it, women spend more time with the kids. So then, whatever if we can get the women, they're gonna definitely pass it down to the kids. Yeah. You ain't hearing no man tell a, tell their kid, you know, trying to say it, male or female, that hey, yeah. it's okay for you to be something else. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's it's coming from the women that's changing this, and men they they seem to be beholden, and you know, I'm just gonna put it out there, we're beholden to sex. We love sex, you know, and so. If if there's any chance that our woman's gonna hold back on us if we don't start to agree with them, yeah. then you know we might you know we we might just like kowtow and just say okay whatever you say, you know whatever you say dear or yes yeah, less, dear. Less and less kids play football because mom's worried about concussion. Dad got them be a man. But but I'm saying but less and less of that is happening now. We're like we men are getting softer now. Well, that's my point. Okay, the women they've gotten women head injuries scared. Where you'd go to watch football, you'd have 50 kids on a team. Now there's like 30 kids. Right. You can't, mom was like, no, you can't go play. Dad has no say in it anymore. I remember Jordan Peterson when I first, I think Tucker Carlson is the first person that put him on the map to me years ago. And his whole claim to fame was that when he, he told the government, because he worked for the government as a teacher, yeah. they put a policy out of the school that he was in saying that uh, he, he had to start using pronouns. And he put a video out. He put a manifesto, a video, a video manifesto, basically saying, "I'm not doing this crap. This mm. is nonsense." And that that was his claim to fame. Yeah. And but what I learned after the fact, as he started getting more popular, is that men they flocked to him. Men, young men flocked to him. And the reason young men are flocking to him is because um, society has basically marginalized men. 
Yeah, Especially yeah. young men, they're like like toxic. Toxic being a man is not is not toxic. Showing yeah. any kind of male quality is now toxic, and they're and they're trying to push him to the side, trying to make him act more feminine. Just just you know, I know every pushing time, up every the woman, time we watch a show or something like with my dad, he's like these these are the men out here they're putting on TV. Mm-hmm. Like every commercial, it's a very it's a skinny guy with a flamboyant shirt and glasses and silly hairdo. Mm-hmm. They're this is what they're putting. There's no more mansion. It's the the meek looking are the ones who are being showcased. And through subliminal messaging, like everyone you want to be, I'm going to be like, you know, my favorite athlete, my favorite whoever growing up, my favorite actor. Now, if you're, you're looking around and everybody you're looking up to is a meek human being, they're trying to remove the masculinity they from are. them. They are. And look, and I'll say this, I know this alarm went off, but I say this. Be weary of... Everyone, do you see all these different retailers now, restaurants and stuff, trying to sell you meatless product? Yeah, I mean it's it's, it's pervasive. It's, it's all over the place. And I remember while we were, I think we were in Alabama, we we're at a gas station, and a woman, a black woman, uh, she was like, I think they were selling like meatless hot dogs. They were doing something at the at the. She was yeah. like, "What is this?" And I just went on a rant. I mean, it was I, I held court right there near the gas station. I told like anyone who cares, listen to this. Hear me when I tell you this. This whole meatless thing is not by accident. They're doing this intentionally. It's not for health reasons. Oh yeah, no. it's not for health reasons. They're they're trying to take away testosterone testosterone from the the general population, and they, and that, and that, and they're doing it slowly but surely. Yeah. And before you know it, you ain't gonna be able to find any meat anywhere. No, you're gonna so, have to start raising your own chickens. I, I'm just telling you, man. Like it's it's so obvious to me. It's so obvious what's happening. And I know Jeff is cringing and he's like yelling at the radio right now. But dude, man, come on, man. No, it's very very obvious. <laughs> oh, good so show. So that so that's good it. Show. Next time we'll do a quick leavey with this. What I watched, uh, Malik's football game the last two weekends, and I can I can see where the victim mentality comes from for for kids and i can see where a lack of accountability leads to the victim being the victim and how you know you're growing up to be that way i I watched his his group is 11 years old for two weeks in a row i've watched and thought to myself these kids have no shot if this is their you know they're if they spend x amount of time with this coach and this staff and how they operate then only they're going to know nothing about football because they're bad but they're going to learn to play the victim in every single adverse effect in their life by the way these guys act when things don't go their way. I'm so mad that you brought this up at the end because I want to hear it more. It was going to be the wrap-up, <laughs> but you felt the need to talk about Steve Mannon. Okay. Well, you should you should have hijacked it back. You should no. say, hold on a second. I got something. Uh-huh. I'm going to make sure we start with this next time because I want to it, I hear this. Yeah. I got to hear this. It's, <laughs> it is what it is, as the kids say. So that's it, episode 102. Hope you guys enjoyed. Have a great day, and we'll talk to you again soon. Peace.